Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 10. Episode 10. So, uh, I just want to get right into things. I'm not so much big on the uh, whole introduction. Some people like to play music or freestyle or do some kind of intro. I'm not really about it because I always end up just skipping through them most of the time. Um, so let's just keep this introduction as today we're going to be talking about endurance. Not just endurance with running or muscular endurance, but enduring pain and suffering in life in general. You know, you can be suffering in any situation. If you have a long semester ahead of you, you're going to have to endure all of the quizzes and tests and studying for a long period of time. So I want to talk about how what I believe the most important parts are when you're in that pain cave, when you're undergoing all of the, the suffering. I'm, I strongly believe that pain is making us better. And it's so cliche because people are like, no pain, no gain. But I'm actually, I think that the more pain that you're enduring in any task, whether it's running or studying, you will, you will get better as the task goes on. So if you're, if you're running, if you're running a marathon and at 19 miles, you're, just spent you you're bonking you're you're feeling just so much pain in your legs and you don't want to keep going i think that the right mental state can actually make you go faster in those last seven miles than the first seven miles and i've seen that for myself i ran a marathon a couple weeks ago and the last six miles i went faster because i just accepted the pain so that's that's a huge part is accepting the pain, saying yes to it. The resistance is trying to get you to slow down. Right? It's oh, I've been studying for so long. I'm just going to I'm just going to smoke a joint and just chill out. You know, I've earned it. I deserve that. That voice in your head that's telling you to go and just kind of fuck off and do whatever you want is resistance. And it is going to destroy you because there's no end. It will keep telling you what you deserve to do and what you should do. And it's going to take you down an easier path until you find yourself 300 pounds on the couch. And that's a extreme example, but it's how the mind works. There's no limit to how much you can endure and how much you can go the opposite way. You talk to any obese person and it's not like one day they just said, fuck it, I'm just going to get, I'm just going to gain 200 pounds. It's by following those thoughts that say, no, I don't want to diet. I don't want to go exercise. I'm just going to stay here and eat these Fritos and Chipotle burritos all day. So we have to recognize when we have that choice. It's always a choice, and we have to say yes to the pain, no matter how much it's going to suck. And I freaking promise you, it's going to suck. But if you say yes to it, your mind and your nervous system kind of shift, and it 
you take on the offense, not the defense. You're saying, okay, we're going into this. How are we going to get through it? It's not, oh, should I go into it? No, you're going through it. So now you have to figure out how you're going to come out the other end. And when you're in one of those situations where you have a six-hour day of studying or a four-hour run or bike ride or whatever you have to endure, you have to recognize the place in yourself that we're going to get a little wonky, but there's a place in yourself that kind of exists outside of time and and where you are. It's a little space in your head that's so present in what you're doing in this moment that you're not thinking about time. When I'm recording this podcast, I'm not thinking, okay, I'm at the five-minute mark. I'm in that place in my mind so that I can make sure that I'm saying what I'm trying to say in a concise, clear, and digestible manner. So I have to make sure that my mind is in the right place. If you're going for a long run, we're talking endurance, so let's just talk about running for for a moment. A lot of runners will say, you know, it's a meditation. And I feel that because you're you're in this place where you have two two streams of thought. One thought is stop running, slow down, just start walking. This is hard. And the other thought is keep going. See if you can get to the top of this hill. Just see if you can get to this flagpole before you start walking. And sooner or later, if you take on that voice, the one that's saying, just see how far you can go, just try to get to this location, you're going to get to that location and kind of forget about those thoughts that were trying to slow you down. And you're going to think, well, okay, that mental block wasn't really, it wasn't real. I didn't need to start walking. I didn't need to slow down. Because look, I got to this, I got to this point and I'm still pushing. So not all the mental blocks are real. I think that's the the point I'm trying to get at. You your thoughts are going to try to slow you down because that's just the nature of resistance. If you're going to try to push forward and the the more you try to push forward, the bigger the goal, the more the resistance. If you have this huge image of where you want to be in life, say you want to be a doctor, that's a huge goal. That's about seven years of school. The resistance you're going to face over those seven years is going to be almost incomprehensible. So you have to make sure that you're present enough to feel what's going on in the moment so that you don't overwhelm yourself. That's how you start to endure more pain because you're you're so present that you realize that not all the time, it's not always going to suck. You're going to catch these highs that you feel on top of the world. Like people say that you get a runner's high. You're driven by adrenaline and you don't feel bad at all. You feel like you could go on forever. If you're not present and you're always thinking about how long you have to go and how much longer it's going to take, 
you're not going to recognize when you're in that high point because you're always thinking about some other point in time. And then when the low point comes, inevitably, and it always comes, when the pain really starts to take on and the adrenaline goes away, you're going to be like, okay, well, this sucks. And I still have how many more miles? How many more hours of studying? How many more questions on this? And you're just going to quit. You're, you're, it's going to overwhelm you. So endurance is not so much of thinking how far you can go as much as it is how present can you be? How much pain can you take on in this one moment? So it's going to start with getting out there. You have to get out there and put yourself in these situations that I'm talking about. You can do this by going for a run. You can do this by sitting down. It's the end of the semester. But you can say, if you're taking classes right now, okay, I'm going to sit down here and study for four hours. And there's going to be points where you're going to want to quit. There's going to be points where you're going to want to go out and just, you know, smoke weed and, and chill out. At those moments, if you're present enough and you say, well, yes, I'm going to say yes to this. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to study for three more hours because this is what I said I would do. It goes back to the discipline that I talked about in the last episode. So when I go out for a run, like a really long 20-mile run, I make sure that I have a ritual. I think that's really important to have when you're doing something painful. When you're going to have to undergo suffering for a long period of time, you need to have something that shifts your mind into what you're doing. With studying, my ritual was making my coffee, doing my gratitude journaling, and doing maybe writing a little bit of a blog post just to get the, the words in my mind, get the gears turning, and then I would start studying. When I go out for a run, my ritual is I play, if you guys have seen Lone Survivor, the opening song, that opening song to Lone Survivor is stuck with me for since I watched the movie years ago. It's called Waking Up by Explosions in the Sky. That's the band. And I play that song on repeat and I make my little pre-run elixir of amino acids, ketones, and carbohydrates. That ritual shifts my mind into what I'm doing. And I say, I'm gonna, I'm about to endure a lot of pain and uh, sometimes my body will start shaking as a way to get me to stop. It'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't want to do this. And that's the resistance. But in those moments, I say, yes, we're going to go and we're going to go through this pain because it's going to make us better. And along the way, after I'm two miles into a 15-mile run, I always think to myself, I can't believe... I cannot believe I almost did not come out here because I feel fucking awesome. I'm just, I'm, I'm in that adrenaline high and I'm, I'm just one foot after the other. It's, it's a rhythm. When you're enduring a lot of pain, the best thing that you can do is have and develop a rhythm. Don't worry about getting to the finish line. In a lot of cases, it's going to overwhelm you to even think about how many more 
miles? How many more years of school do you have to do? How much, whatever you're doing, how much are you going to have to do is going to overwhelm you if your goal is something great. So find yourself getting into a rhythm. You hear your feet hitting the pavement at the same pace. You get up every day at the same time and you do the same thing at the same time and then you start studying. That's going to beat speed. That's going to beat out trying to get to the finish line without focusing on where you're at. Because you're not at the finish line. You're still 20 miles to go. So don't worry about it. It's like try to get try to get lost in what you're doing. Because if you're lost in what you're doing, you're not thinking about where you are because you don't even know where you are. That's one of my favorite things to do on long runs. If I'm to endure something physical, I'll go on a trail or a street that I've never been on before. And I'll just say, I'm just going to run till the end of this road. I'm just going to see where this trail ends up. And every time I've done that, I'm, I run faster. I go, I can go for longer. I don't get as fatigued as quickly because I don't know where I'm at. It adds a sense of adventure. I think you get more adrenaline that way because your body and your brain are trying to figure out where you are because you need to fit. You need to know where you are. So if you can just get lost and keep that rhythm, you don't have to worry about how much longer there is to go. You can just focus on the pain that's going to go through your body because there will be pain. You're not going to escape that. Then at the end, when I come back from a, a big event, whatever it is, after I've gone through it, a big part of being able to endure, being able to persevere is making sure that you're giving your body a chance to recover again cliche but you can't push in one direction so far without being fucking slingshotted back the other way it's all on a spectrum if you're gonna go and push yourself to a david goggins level you're gonna go fucking far the other side so the best way that i've been that I've learned to deal with it is, again, say yes to it. Go out, do your big thing, and then when you come back, say, yes, I'm going to give my body and my mind a chance to slow down. This is a huge problem, I think, with a lot of people. Some people have a problem with even you know exercising at all, but I think that a good amount of people try to push and push and push and it's awesome that's how you figure out what your new limit is but we get lost in that point and we take it to a to a level where our body rejects it completely and it shuts down essentially when i ran a, a marathon a couple weeks ago i took one day off and then three days in a row I ran 13 miles, and then I bench-pressed and deadlifted heavy three days in a row right after running a marathon, and I still remember Thursday morning, I was so fucked up. I was so, like, 
my heart rate was 20 beats above average. My uh, body temperature, I was, I think, 102. I thought I had COVID. Checked it out. I didn't have COVID. I tested negative. I think it was because I was pushing it so far in that direction, and I'm glad I did, but I didn't give my body a chance to slow down so that I can speed the fuck back up. So the way that I do this is um, honestly simple shit. I take a cold shower or an ice bath every day. Usually it's a cold shower because um, I don't have access, ready, ready access to ice. Um, I stretch for at least 90 minutes a day. And I make sure that I get my feet, my bare feet on the earth. There's a shift and a current of electrons that goes through your feet when you're making contact with the earth. And again, that sounds wonky as well, but... If you look at the earth and the sun, it's gaining so much energy from that sunlight and from revolving around it at 17,000 miles an hour that the electrons are actually reducing inflammation when your bare skin is attached to the earth. And you can I can link to a study in the show notes to this. Um, so that's how I recover. I make sure I get my feet on the earth and I stretch out. I'll do yoga outside in the sunlight getting all the vitamin D. Um, then I make sure that I'm sleeping seven to eight hours a night. I'm eating right. I'm eating good, healthy, farm, fresh food, organic, locally grown, all the whole deal, you know, oat milk. I've been drinking freaking shitload of oat milk. It's kind of impressive. But what I'm getting at is if you want to be able to endure all the pain, make sure you're giving yourself a chance to relieve your body of the stress so that you can take on more. Another group of people take recovery to the point where they're so focused on recovery, but they're not, they don't have anything to recover from. They're putting honestly not that much work into the gym, in their runs, in whatever. And then they want to talk about recovery. Oh, you should recover at least three days a week. No, you shouldn't. You should recover as much as you need to get back out there and run the same or more, right? You should be able to lift the same amount of weight or more the next time you go. If your strength is going down, your runs are going down, maybe you haven't recovered as much. It could be that you're just being a bitch, but I would say that you're probably, if you're a fucking high charging person, take a little bit of time and stretch out and relax your mind. Warren G, Relax Your Mind. That's a freaking great song, dude. I'm going to listen to that later. Um, so an application. I like to end these podcasts with an application. What can you do to work on your endurance? A lot of you are not going to like what I'm about to say. But I want you to go out there and run. You know, if you have, you know, working legs, which most of us do, go out and run a mile. Do that every day. Notice what point your heart begins to race. At what point during that mile does your thoughts say, slow down, stop, I don't want to do this anymore. Why am I even doing this? If you say yes to the pain, if you say, yes, I'm doing this, I'm getting to the, that last mile, you will recognize that your thoughts and those mental blocks, not, not they're not real. 
they're very thin. There's a thin veil, and you can pierce right through that veil. You just have to be willing to... You have to be willing to be tired. You have to be willing to endure. You have to be willing to see how far you can go. So I want you to go run a mile. And then next week, I want you to double it to two miles. That's when you can really start to see... It's a game of your thoughts. You get to see which thoughts are actually real. Because if you have something telling you to slow down, and then 40, 50, 100 yards later, you're on top of the world. You didn't slow down. You're still running. You're actually going faster. The confidence that that is going to give you is going to trickle into other areas of your life. I talked about this last week too. Um, discipline trickles into other area. Your rhythm will trickle into other parts of your life. I've been able to see through running and through working out that the pain that I can go through and endure, I can translate that to when I'm sitting down and I'm studying and I'm going through a textbook that I really don't want to be doing. There's a thought that comes up, Ryan, stop. You did enough. You're going to be fine for this exam. Just go out. Come on, relax. You got to relax, right? You got to recover. But I say, eh, fuck that. I'm going to see, I'm, I'm going to say yes to what I'm doing because I'm not done yet because I didn't finish. I didn't get to the mile mark. I didn't get to the two mile mark. I didn't get to page 600. That's what my goal was. And when you get to the end and you look back and you say, oh, shit. I, like there was a point there where I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to keep going, but I did. I did keep going and I was fine. So what else can I do? I'll bet I can translate this into another part of my life. It's just my thoughts. That's how you start to gain control of your mind. And I am by no means a fucking expert. Like I am not a world-class athlete by any stretch of the imagination. I am not a David Goggins, a Cameron Haynes. I am, I'm just somebody that's recognizing these concepts in my own training, in my own life. And I can agree with certain things when people say, like David Goggins says, take control of your mind through suffering. Go through suffering and that's how you understand yourself. So your application is to go run. And if you don't run, if you have messed up knees, feet, broken, whatever, then the endurance that you're going to have to go through is going to be a cold shower. Go to the shower whenever you normally shower. And when you turn the knob to the hot, stop yourself and turn it to the cold. I promise you, you won't die. I don't know if I can even say that legally. I've taken cold showers for over two years, every day, multiple times a day, and I have not died. But that's just my experience. And when you're in the cold water, the first couple seconds is a shock. You might feel a little bit of panic. But if you sit there and you get your head underneath the water, you start to see that you're going to be fine. And then after three minutes, your body adapts to that cold water and it turns warm. It actually feels warm and it feels good. When you get out of that shower, 
the confidence that you are going to gain from seeing that you just endured that pain and all the thoughts that you had that said, no, don't do it. No, it's cold. No, this sucks. You start to see that that's not real. And again, it trickles into the other areas of your life. Then you get all the benefits of cold water, like the pain relief and the mood benefits, your cognitive performance skyrockets, your metabolic activity like triples. It's pretty crazy how good cold water is for you. But we're doing this to see the part of our mind that doesn't want to endure pain, working through that, and then seeing the part of our mind that says, yeah, fuck that pain. I am the fucking, I control this body. It might hurt, but I won't quit. And that's really the whole point of this podcast, the passion community, is finding ways to increase our confidence, finding ways to better ourselves. It sounds cliche, but that's the point of what I'm doing here. That's why I'm here. So let's just quickly review. The pain is going to make you better. Not all of your mental blocks, not all of the thought bubbles are real. Say yes to the suffering. Make sure that as far as you go, go as far as you can, and then take some time to dial it back and slow down. But don't slow down and stop. Speed the fuck back up after you slow down. And you can start to understand this part of your mind through running. Go run a mile and then take a cold shower. So that's all I had for you guys today for episode number 10. Again, any questions you have, any comments, or if you just want to talk, shoot me an email, shoot me a text message if you want. I'm not going to put my number out there because there are some weirdos. Uh, and then follow on Instagram, Ryan Hanna Passion, ryanhannapassion.com. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.